The views and opinions expressed during Eye in the Triangle do not represent WKNC or NC State student media. Your dial is currently tuned to Eye on the Triangle on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Eye on the Triangle. I'm Ellie Figgy, delivering you your weekly Monday morning news. The North Carolina child care industry has been hitting some turmoil. Since the pandemic, the industry has been receiving about three times its normal government funding, but that is all going away in October. The cost associated with providing child care has increased substantially if businesses are barely staying afloat with the current allotment of funds. Early childhood teachers only make about an average of $14 per hour, which is not enough to cover basic needs, and it is anticipated that this may become an even less sustainable income in the coming year. The closures in child care businesses has a larger impact on the entire economy than you might think, because in areas where there is very little child care available, there are less parents who can work and stimulate the economy in certain areas. Policymakers note that the entire industry of public child care needs to be rebuilt with a more sustainable structure. This isn't the only industry being affected by changes in the budget right now. North Carolina homeowners can expect to see changes in their insurance rates in the coming year. The state insurance commissioner recently rejected the proposed new rate for home insurance. This plan would raise the insurance rate for Wake and Durham counties by nearly 40 percent of the current rate, with a 42 percent average rate increase across the state. The proposed rate is attributed to a combination of inflation and increased weather-related damage reports. While the commissioner can continue to deny the proposed rates, they will eventually have to form an agreement or else the insurance companies will relocate to states with more profitable rates. On the topic of politics, student engagement in voting is encouraged by NCSU's Pack the Primaries organization. If you listened to Eye on the Triangle a couple weeks ago when we visited the student involvement fair, Pack the Primaries was one of the many student organizations we spoke with. The Active Citizenry series is a series of political workshops held throughout the year for NCSU students. Attending four different workshops earns you an Active Citizenry certificate. Now, not only is this a notable accolade, helpful for students in future career building, but the knowledge of voting is invaluable. One of the workshops, Pack the Primaries Interactive Voting Toolkit, is a 45-minute crash course on voting, and it's being held throughout the month of February. One of the four Pack the Primary sessions was held last week in Hot Library, but there are still three more opportunities to attend. The first two opportunities are in Tally Room 4210 on February 15th from 5 to 6 p.m. and on February 22nd from 5 to 6 p.m. The third opportunity is held in Witherspoon Student Center Room 201 on February 26th, 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. And if you missed that, I'll say it one more time. February 15th, 5 to 6, in Tally, February 22nd, 5 to 6, in Tally, and February 26th, in Witherspoon, from 4.30 to 5.30. Other workshops include, but are not limited to, dinner table conversation, dialogue, and political polarization, ongoing and accessible points of social change, and a two-party system and third parties. You can look up NCSU Active Citizenry Series to find out more. Lastly, we'll take a look at the weather for the upcoming week, Punxsutawney Phil the Groundhog, currently being honored in a TikTok-made tribute musical, told us that spring was coming soon. Unfortunately, we seem to be leaning in the opposite direction. Temperatures this week are falling after the high of this past weekend's temperature, 
keeping our temperature between the 30s and 50s throughout the week. I don't know if the locals qualify this, whether as early spring or six more weeks of winter, but as a non-native Southerner, I think it's not too bad. And that concludes your weekly news update. Thanks for listening and enjoy the music coming up. I'm Ellie Figgy with Eye on the Triangle, and you are listening to 88.1 WKNC HD1 Raleigh. is helping people from diverse backgrounds break into the technology industry. By offering free intensive training and software development, Code the Dream is empowering underrepresented people with limited financial resources. During the pandemic, Danielle Prelo, a Maryland resident, says she successfully transitioned into a new career by enrolling in remote courses with Code the Dream. Prior to finding the organization, she says financial obstacles prevented her from entering the tech space. I was looking into boot camps and a lot of boot camps can be like $10,000, which is as much as a car. And I already have student debt, so that necessarily wasn't like the route I wanted to take. So I was trying to find boot camps that were essentially free. However, through Code the Dream and the support of her mentors, Prelo says she became an apprentice and ultimately got a job at the SAS Institute. She credits the organization for granting her access to a career she initially thought was unattainable. The tech industry has long faced criticism for its lack of diversity. She says Code the Dream is addressing this issue by eliminating financial barriers that have kept underrepresented people out of the field. Daisy Magnus IT from Code the Dream believes apprenticeship programs do diversify the field, but says many companies lack the necessary resources to create them. She says Code the Dream fills the gap by offering tandem apprenticeships, which allow people who typically wouldn't even get an interview in the field to land jobs. Immediately, it gives people a better platform to kind of showcase their skills and what they're capable of and how you know wonderful and friendly and compassionate they are as colleagues and like instantly people were just more confident magnus id says code the dream has forged partnerships with major companies including cisco and the sas institute which offer apprenticeships she says these lay the foundation for fostering talent from diverse ethnic racial and experiential backgrounds for north carolina news service i'm shantia hudson finder trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org support for this reporting was provided by lumina foundation This has been Eye on the Triangle. I'm Erie Mitchell, your guest host right now. Thank you so much for listening to this. You can listen to back episodes of Eye on the Triangle at wknc.org slash podcast under Eye on the Triangle or just any of the other podcasts we have on WKNC. Thank you so much.